What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Built on Bitcoin podcast. I am, as usual, your host, Jake Blockchain, and this is a This Week in Stacks episode. So, as usual, we're going to cover everything that happened this week in the past seven days that was noteworthy in Stacks. And so, without wasting any time, just jump straight into it. I'm going to make this quick and concise as I can. And first off on this list is Xverse. Xverse is the great mobile wallet made by Ken and his team at Secret Key Labs. It's on iOS, it's on Android, and they just released a big, big update that completely revamps like 90% of the UI and uh, adds some functionality. So now uh, if there's a QR code in an app, you can now click it and engage with it and it will take you to where that QR code wants you to go. So this could be used for things like if you're in one part of Alex and you want to, they want to take you straight to the staking page to maybe harvest your rewards, they can add a QR code in the mobile mobile app uh, application, click that, and it will take you to where you need to go. You don't have to navigate in the small screen. So one useful tool that developers can now engage with and use. Um, the other thing is um, they now have the functionality to create sub-accounts. So up until now, the main account that you created when you made that secret key wallet, uh, account one, was the default account that would show when you logged in. And so all your two, three, four accounts wouldn't show, and you couldn't create sub-accounts. Now you can create sub-accounts and view those, so your, your one account, and now whatever sub-ones you create in the app, but you still can't currently see all of your sub-accounts that were already created in, like, say, the Hero Wallet. So for me, for example, the main account I use is my account number two, jakeblockchain.btc. I still can't see that next verse. So I'm sure it's coming, but still, big development. Next up, big stuff happening in CityCoins. A couple updates. The CityCoins 2.0 proposal is ongoing. Voting's been going on for quite a while now, and there's two days left. And it looks like it's going to pass. So there's currently 120 votes for yes and one vote for no. And if you haven't been following, the things that are going to be updated on CityCoins 2.0 uh, in this proposal is first, they want to compress the emission schedule. So what does that mean? How are they doing it? Think about it in Bitcoin terms. Uh, there's a halving every four years. And so the block will... The block subsidy every four years gets cut in half. Right now it's 6.25, and in 2024 it's going to get cut in half. And each of those halvings, that time in between, is called an epoch. And the way they're going to switch to it in CityCoins 2.0 is that you'll have your bonus your bonus period, and uh, I believe that's roughly two months or 10,000 blocks. And then once they have that halving, there will be an epoch that is twice as long as the previous one. So that two months becomes four, and then once that those four months go, the next epoch will double again. It'll go from four to eight, and then eight to sixteen, and that's going to go ongoing until I'm sure it hits a threshold. Uh, I have to double check the paper on that, but that's that's the current proposal. And a couple other updates coming with this this uh, update. They're going to change the VRF code a little bit and make it more efficient um, and reliable, is my understanding. Um, and they're going to add some upgrades to the contracts from like an uh, authorization point of view. So they can now engage with the wallets and the protocol at a little bit like more flexible level uh, than they currently can. 
So that's super interesting. Another one is they launched a Miami Coin Web3 developer camp. So just like how we saw with Clarity Universe, they're trying to onboard as many developers, new and intermediate, experienced into Web3, learning Clarity and how to build on the Stacks blockchain. There is now a dedicated course to operationalize and use CityCoins. So they're uh, launching it now, onboarding people as we speak. Link will be in the description. But uh, I mean, if you want to change your career, there's no better time than right now to get into Web3. So just just putting it out there. All right, three more things. Uh, Taro. Taro is this new uh, protocol they're building on from the Lightning Labs team. And, you know, a week ago, I think it was announced right after Bitcoin 2022. And there was some hubbub from some stackers that this is the death of this is the death of stacks, which is going to make a bunch of what stacks is doing uh, obsolete. And reading through some of the documentation as much as I can decipher it, it, it does look kind of scary. Like basically my understanding is that what this allows is when there was Taproot activated uh, back in November, there was a lot of talk about Taproot bringing smart contracts to Bitcoin. And basically what Taproot does is it gives you some more privacy, but mainly it gives you more, you can put some more metadata attached to your Bitcoin transactions. And so with that metadata, and this is what they're trying to do with Taro, is kind of like how Stacks, and don't super quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure this is how it works, kind of like how Stacks can put data into a transaction on Bitcoin main chain, and that hash can then be extrapolated up to the Stacks blockchain, and we can look at that and do a bunch with it, put smart contracts on that hash in that Stacks block. Taro's kind of doing similar things with Taproot and metadata. And so now you can put different assets is the goal, and the main focus is stable coins. You can put these uh, different assets into a Taro uh, metadata section, and send things like USDC and different stablecoins across Lightning. Um, yeah, so that's the basic premise from my understanding. And I think that's interesting. I mean, we've seen like with LN Swap on Stacks, um, it brings a lot of functionality that people can use to mint and transact and, uh, you know, do KYC-free purchases. I think you're going to see Taro be used in conjunction with Stacks as just another level of easy, frictionless integration uh, using one more tool, which is Lightning, and, and paying a Lightning invoice. So I think it's interesting. I also think that um, the narrative switching, where something so revered like Lightning, um, and it's been a BTC-dominant thing so far, but now it's starting to allow these other assets, it changes the narrative. And so Bitcoiners have to come to terms with the fact that are we going to live in a multi-asset world? Are we going to live in a multi-chain world? Or are we not? And Lightning is kind of pushing some of those some of those questions and putting them to the forefront. So I love it. Um, if you're a stacker, obviously it's good news. All right. Two last things on the list. Uh, Megakongs, which is Megapont's uh, collection they just launched on Ethereum. It went crazy. Um, you know, I think they minted the majority of them through just whitelist holders, whether you were apes together or you are an OG ape holder. If you held enough wasteland apes or robots, 
uh, you got whitelisted, and I think something like 5,000 were whitelists, and then the remaining were just public sale, and it sold out pretty much immediately. Uh, art is dope. If you're watching this video and you're in stacks at all, you've for sure seen the art. It blew up Twitter for like two days straight. Um, but yeah, just dope. I mean, Megapont, as usual, has just been executing on all cylinders since they came into the ecosystem in like late October, November. Just been going crazy. So good to see them continue to crush. Um, holla, I finally got one because I'm an Apes Together holder. But yeah, congrats to them. Super dope. And then last on the list, Trevor posted a tweet today, a small thread, announcing something called the Stacks Founders Lab. So what is that? He... Uh, he says that it is, it provides lean startup mentorship, a structured program, and a community of peers exploring options before making the jump. It's for top talents to test the waters and get on the fast track to the Stacks Accelerator slash Stacks Ventures. So my understanding from reading through these, there's a, there's a new guy coming into the ecosystem, uh, a friend of Trevor's named Albert. And he'll be helping. And the way to kind of think about this program is like the grants program is for if you have a, a clear objective you want to build, you want to build an MVP or you want to fund, you want to be funded to build some open source stuff on Stacks, the grants program is the way to go. You, you give your deliverables, you give your budget and you just execute and they'll fund it or not. And then you have something like the accelerator where maybe you're more of a, a founder and you have your idea, it's more fleshed out and you just want to execute for three months straight like you would in the accelerator program and they'll get you with their initial seed money, you build, build, build. And then by demo day, uh, if it's done right, they'll give you enough information, mentorship and you've, you've grown those three months and, and built stuff that you can pitch to investors and get your first you know, million, five million, ten million dollar round. Um, the Founders Lab is somewhere in between where people are building, they have an idea, but they're not really ready for that, that on-the-clock, go-go-go, ready for the accelerator. This is more fluid. It's a, a little more uh, slow-paced, go at your own time, but you can still get that top-tier mentorship. So super cool. I posted a tweet this, this morning that said, you know, Munib is building a Death Star that's just like all the pieces you need to unlock Bitcoin, whether it's hero and developer tools, whether it's trust machines and building apps. The Stacks blockchain is already doing a lot of the composability. They're working on scalability next. Like the pieces are there to unlock DeFi and all the cool things as close to Bitcoin as we can. Now we have things like Taro coming on online too. And Trevor is like on that side too, where if you're a builder in that ecosystem, he's gonna give you every single tool that you need at any path of your journey and assist you on that to unlock whatever you can. So this is cool. Cool to see. Uh, so much going on. Hard to keep up with. But yeah, now I'm winded. It's time to eat dinner. I hope this was helpful. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way, but I'll be right here waiting. I've been waiting now, I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out.